everybody this is the money talks love love listens podcast and i have a couple of special guests um for this first episode i'm really excited so the first episode today we're going to be talking about how to date in this kind of pandemic lockdown experience as well as what you should be saving for your financial health for the future so without further ado, I would like to introduce my co-host. So Zeke, please introduce yourself and tell us a little about what you do and why you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my name is Zeke and uh, what I do for a living is I'm a financial professional. And what that exactly means is, is on a day-to-day basis, I sit down with my clients and we kind of just figure out what's bothering them and how to fix it financially. Um, and once I really understand their situation, I set up a, like a strategic um, approach to their finances that's unique to them and that will really set themselves up for success and help them take control of their financial future. And I really enjoy doing this. And the reason I do this is because it's just I, I want to help people. And if I can help people save their money and do better in the future, I feel like I'm doing good. And I feel like that's the reason I'm here. And that's, that's really why I do what I do. And that's kind of what I do. <laughs> that's a very, like, um, I've never heard someone talk about finances like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that sounds like Captain America of finance. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's what I'm going for. I actually just made uh, my LinkedIn um, profile thing to say you're, uh, what did I put it? Uh, you're a friendly neighborhood financial professional, just like <laughs> Spider-Man. So I'm your superhero, but I'm in, in the finance world. Oh, I love Spider-Man of finance. <laughs> exactly. Um, so our special guest today is Renee Suzanne, and she is a dating coach for um, women professionals. And she has a wonderful story of how she actually became a dating coach, because I know a lot of people are like, what's a dating coach? <laughs> as well as why you need a dating coach, um, which I think everybody does. So, Renee? Hi. Yes, thanks for having me. I decided to become a coach because I was widowed at the age of 28 with four young children, and dating was so challenging. And I fumbled around and read a bunch of self-help and it took some classes and like, I had no idea. It was such a disaster. And I finally ended up working with a life coach and figuring out how to do it right and met a great guy on Tinder, but it really was just quite the journey and it was so hard. And I wished that I had someone like me. So I became a coach that specializes with helping women find their, uh, find their dream guys. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to get right into it. So my first question is for you, Renee. So how can single people in this kind of quarantine, stay at home, lockdown, um, pandemic scenario, find dates since we're obviously kind of stuck at home, spending more time online, um, what are single people supposed to do right now? Yeah, well, th- actually, I think that this can be a better time than ever before, because I always tell my clients 
that online dating is the best way to meet someone. I mean, once we graduate from high school or college and we go out into the world of work, we're not spending all day long with tons of single people our own age. And it becomes much harder for us to date when, when we have our lives to live and we have, you know, bills to pay and we want to go to the gym and we want to take care of our house and, and whatever and work. It's, it's, it's just amazing that online dating exists. So I recommend that you date online or on the apps, preferably both under any circumstances, but especially now. So if you haven't created an online dating profile, that needs to happen. One in three marriages now results from an online introduction and that number is increasing. So get your online profile together and go log on and interact with people and go on apps like Tinder or Bumble or Hinge and just get yourself out there in that way. So is it kind of safe to say that since we're all, you know, we all have access to these apps, we all have access to some online like single groups, um, whether it's online dating or other groups, is there like an actual benefit to this scenario if you're single? I believe there is, especially if you are looking for a long-term meaningful connection because really, unless you're violating quarantine and you're, you're not going to pay attention to that at all, like hooking up is off the table for right now. So you can really get to know someone before you ever go there with them. You can, you can get to know them more as a person and you can have virtual dates and there's no need to even be concerned with when am I going to have to figure out if, if I want to have sex with this person or, or are they like, what is happening? Having to have that define the relationship talk or all the kinds of drama that happens when you introduce the physical part of the relationship prematurely before you've had real conversations about what you're getting into, what it means, what your expectations are, what their expectations are, all those things that you, uh, you really ought to communicate about before you take that step. Now that it's off the table and we've got all this time on our hands, you can talk about that now before you ever even have a chance to move forward with the physical aspect of the relationship, which I think is huge if you're looking for a real long-term connection with someone. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, people don't want to think about it, but life is long and it can be quite boring. So like, <laughs> I hate- we're, we're finding that out. I'm bored as, as can be right now. So, um, but in a good way, it's helped me like focus on things that maybe I wouldn't be focused on if I wasn't support. So I would presume if you're single, it gives you a chance to kind of really get to know yourself um, and kind of explore things that you really would love to do and just didn't have time to do before, um, which kind of segues to the next question. Uh since we're meeting people online and we're stuck in our homes, how can we actually start to date virtually? Like what's a good virtual date? Well, I always recommend getting on the phone to replace the first date anyway, under any circumstances, because that 
raises the bar. If somebody's not willing to get on the phone with you, then why would you date them? So I, I've always recommended that anyway, but especially now it's a great time to do that. So get on the phone for that first date. And then your, your second date and subsequent dates can be any kind of virtual date, like, you know, a zoom or Skype or Facebook message video, what, whatever you can, and you can still have it like be like a real date. You can still get dressed up. You can still have a little cocktail or a glass of wine. You can still have your dinner or watch a movie together or play games or let make a list of questions to ask each other. I mean, I don't think you should make it like a job interview type yeah. of thing, but, but definitely have in mind, like, some some things you want to know about the person just like you would on a quote-unquote real you know in-person date yeah no I think that's really important it also gives people a chance to kind of get to know one another um and like I said life can be kind of boring but also the day-to-day I think people don't think about when they're first dating someone so uh, we're all kind of doing the FaceTime and Zoom thing. You can kind of see if somebody's clean, <laughs> how well they take care of themselves. Did right. they try to take a shower today? <laughs> uh, also cooking. Uh, I feel like I make chicken tacos like every day. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad thing. Chicken tacos are good. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Send some over. That. My fiance's like, will you please just make any other food? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's a wonderful cook and I'm not a great cook. So that's the only thing I can make, which is kind of hard for me right now because he's not here. So (laughs) I'm stuck with tacos for the next 30 days. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, this this is really good advice and, um, kind of clear cut in terms of like being able to get to know someone before, like you said, you get hot and heavy. I'm going to kind of switch gears right now and bring in the subject that a lot of people are thinking about besides dating. I guess it can go hand in hand. Um, obviously, right now we're saving money on dating because we're not able to go out on actual dates. So with that money, um, what should we be doing with that money? Should we be saving it? Should we be buying something? Um, so Zeke, I'm going to let you take over. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a tough like question to answer because, I mean, to really help the economy out, everybody should be spending, but a lot of people don't really have the money to spend right now because they're either losing their jobs or whatever their situation is. So, I mean, it's really hard to say, but I, like, in my opinion, the, because everybody has so much time right now, I feel like the number one thing to do is just kind of dump it down a little bit and just get back to the basics. Set up, set up a savings budget, like figure out what your budget is and figure out what you're spending money on, where you could um, improve your spending habits. Like if you're spending too much on Starbucks or dinners out, like dinners ordering in because you're ordering too much from Olive Garden or whatever it is, like figure out where you're spending too much money and cut back on it so you can put some away. Just God forbid something like this were to happen again, or if you need bills next, you need to pay bills next month, or if this gets extended for another month, like you just you need to bring it back to the basics is what I think. And another thing you can do um, too that I've been that I've been seeing is a lot of people like with loans or fees are forgiving them. So if you just reach out to um, people you owe money to or owe fees to, just reach out to them and talk to them because there's a good chance you might 
get forgiven for the next month or two. Right. And you can take that month, you can take that money and just put it away. Um, Cause right now I feel like we all just need to just get back to the basics and not spend our money on anything stupid, like unnecessary. She <laughs> <laughs> was a bad word, but like just unnecessary things that we don't necessarily need. Like, do we need to order in every night or can we, <laughs> make dinner tonight or you know what I'm saying yeah no I, yeah. I totally get that I had I yeah. think a good way to do that is just delete uh, Uber Eats like delete the app <laughs> yeah, back on. Right? Uh, right? then you can't order it <laughs> you're like I've deleted this um yeah so that works as well as uh figure out what else you could buy like yeah I'm addicted to tea at Starbucks so I was like, but I can buy more makeup. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good saving plan, but like, I'd rather spend it on something tangible. Than... I, mean, I mean, you definitely got to keep yourself happy. I mean, if you do need to spend the extra dollar to keep yourself happy and sane through this yeah. pandemic, definitely do it. But I mean, it's just, you got to do what's good for you. I like that. Um, yeah. So should we be also investing? A lot of people are talking about stocks. I know today... Of course. Unfortunately, oil is, I don't even know what, I didn't look, but I think it's like zero dollars. It might be lower than that or. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of people obviously had bought stocks before we were in this um, or while we were developing into this pandemic. So what, if we were going to invest some of our money into stocks, what should we be looking at? I mean, that's, I mean, that's a tough question because you really never know what the market's going to do. I mean, it's a very volatile thing and it's near impossible to predict. I mean, you can definitely um, have some educated guesses, but are they going to be right? I mean, they could be, Um, but I mean, the rule of thumb is always buy low, sell high. So, I mean, if it's low and you're feeling good about it, buy it. But if you don't have the money to buy it then you can't buy it right (laughs) so so, i mean it totally depends on your situation if you feel comfortable gambling a little bit and buying if you think it's as low as it'll ever be and then it'll go back up after this is all over then yeah go ahead and do it but who really knows what it's going to do and who knows if it's if there's going to be another surge of this and everything's going to tank again before it goes back up like nobody knows until this is all said and done and everything flatlines and everything gets stable again because the market's been so crazy the past month and a half or however long this has been. And it's really hard to say what to do with your money unless just be safe right now and put it in the savings unless you have the extra cash to do so and be a little risky. Yeah. So I know we had talked about this um, a little bit ago, but I know a lot of people have received their stimulus check and then some people have not, so I don't know how long it's going to take for that to come into play. Um, and I know you're talking about, like, you know, depending on your scenario, it's great to save, and then it might be good to actually spend the money yeah, um, of course. on, obviously, things that you need, like bills. But is there anything else we could do with our um, stimulus check if we actually are able to afford our bills and our bills are kind of paid for? What would be, like, the next plan? I mean, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're able to spend the money and you're able to take that, what was it like $1,200? I think that they gave us. Yeah. Is that right? Is that the right money amount? I mean, if you're able to do that, I mean, yeah, then go invest it and go do your fun thing, but make sure you talk to somebody who really knows what they're talking about. 
because if you're just going in blind and you're not, and you're making decisions based on, Oh, I got 1200 bucks. Let's go have some fun with it. Then there's a good chance you might lose it. But if you actually sit down and talk some talk with somebody through it, um, then there's a good chance that you're going to come out in a good way. So, I mean, I mean, it's hard to say and hard to give good advice when not knowing your entire situation and your ideals and your, because everybody's different. Everybody wants to invest in something a little like different based on what their parents told them or what their friend told them or whatever their situation may be. So it's hard to give like a sound like, oh, you should go invest in this because what I say might be something completely different than the next person says just based on my opinions and their ideals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, and then really quick, Renee, I'm going to bring you back in because I just thought of a question. So what do we do if we're doing, you know, kind of doing the online dating thing right now? And um, we don't know if the person is real or not. And I don't mean like they're a bot or something like that. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, I have to make that clear. But um, that we don't know if their intentions are true, if they're just I think there was like a mean saying like, you know, somebody's just talking to you right now because they're bored um so how do we know if they're just bored or if they're actually genuinely interested in us well i think the best way to to do that is like from the start say what you want in your profile and do that in a friendly way and when you are looking at other people's profiles you can you can kind of see like if they're like a total player from their profile, obviously that's, they might decide that they're bored and change their ways through the pandemic, but probably not. So you still have to, to, uh, before you connect with someone, make sure they're on the same page with you before you invest a ton of time in them. And then you can just ask. It is totally okay to ask what someone wants out of life. What, what is it, you know, what, what, what kind of relationship are you looking for at this time in your life? What, where, where do you see yourself in five years? Those are fair questions. And I think that just because someone is bored, like maybe they might see things a little differently, but if you spend a lot of time with someone having really good conversations and ask about the things that matter, I think people will be straight with you. Right. No, that's, that's really good advice to kind of understand if somebody's true or not. Um, so I want to kind of wrap this up in terms of closing remarks, but I want to give everybody an opportunity to Whatever, I don't want to say you're promoting, but whatever that you have um, going on, whether it's a workshop, even if it's just where they could contact you for consultation, um, or obviously I know, Renee, you're doing sessions, um, where can they contact you? Well, I'm at ReneeSuzanneCoaching.com. I have a great blog that comes out every week that you can join. If you go to my web website, you can see, you can join my uh, email list and you'll get a free video that talks about more about how to have the kind of relationship you want. And if you'd like to get on the phone and talk about your specific situation and how I can help you find 
the guide of your dreams, you can email me at Renee at ReneeSuzanneCoaching.com and we'll make that happen. Z? Yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, I mean, if you want to reach out to me via LinkedIn, you can look me up. My name is Ezekiel Skoll on there. And don't be afraid to shoot me a message and we can definitely talk about your finances. Or if you want to email, you can shoot me an email at zskoll at penmutualmidwest.com. And I would love to set up a conversation with you and just get to know you a little better and get, get to know your situation. And then we can totally figure out a game plan going forward. And I, I mean, that's what I'm here for. And if you need it, don't be afraid to call me. Awesome. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. And um, Love Talk is actually doing a virtual singles happy hour every Sunday. It's at 6 p.m. Central. Um, it's a Zoom happy hour. So you don't have to wear pants, but <laughs> <laughs> you do have to wear a shirt. That is the only requirement. Um, we're really excited. We've been running it now. This will be our third week. Um, we've had people from all over. Even last night, we had someone from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, which was very shocking. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited that people enjoy it and they're actually coming back. Um, and Renee will actually be part of the happy hour, I believe, the first Sunday of May. So be sure i know i'm excited um so be sure to check it out it is free all the way up until june 1st um hopefully by then we will be out of quarantine yeah i hope so (laughs) if not we will still continue (laughs) um but yeah thank you guys so much and i look forward uh to the next one so am i okay thank you renee thank you so much Bye.